David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. So, Elliot, who's our beautiful lady today? We have the Playboy Playmate for May 2014, Danny Mathers, and we also have a non-female guest, Hall of Famer Andre Dawson, a guy I remember playing, one of the few Hall of Famers. I remember him playing with the Expos. That's because you're old. I am. But let's get right to Miss May. Danny Mathers. I cannot think of a better way to start off the month of May than with Playboy's May 2014 Playmate, Danny Mathers. How are you today? I'm fantastic, and you're right. It is a great start to the month, probably my favorite month of the year so far as well. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> How did this Playmate honor come about? Well, I've actually been modeling with Playboy um, since 2010, so I've actually, I haven't tried to be Playmate, but I, you know, did a lot of their shows. We have a show called Badass. We've got a show that I did in Argentina called um, Playboy Trip Argentina. <laughs> And, you know, just a few opportunities I've had over the years. I was a cyber girl for last year as well. Um, so I was kind of on their radar for the past few years. And then just this past June, I decided to go in and actually test for it. I felt like I was ready. And one of my best friends was a photographer, and he gave me a call a few months later. And he's like, you know, I think um, you've heard of this before, but I, I actually just booked you on a job. It's kind of like a promotional model thing. There's a two-year contract. It's called You Got Playmates. And I was just like, screaming and crying and jumping up and down on the bed, and it was probably the best moment of my life, but it kind of all snowballed from 2010 to now. I've definitely had my my foot in the door with the Playboy family for a while. Well, probably along with your foot, other body parts, but that's, you know. Yes, my foot, my left foot, <laughs> my smile. <laughs> definitely. Something. Now, your shoot was on the beach in Cabo San Lucas. You know, some of these shoots end up like in the desert in the middle of nowhere at a gas station. Mm-hmm. How did you get a, a, a nice uh, a nice setting like that? Yeah, I definitely feel um, very lucky because I know that Playboy doesn't really do destination shoots anymore. I know that back in like the 80s and even the 90s, each Playmate would go on some crazy long vacation to like Puerto Vallarta and they'd be gone for three weeks to a month and it was a whole big you know, a couple weeks production, and they don't do that anymore. They used to actually just do it in the studio, and they would just change the background. So this was definitely something that they kind of brought back because we knew the guy who owned the house. We stayed at, so we actually kind of saved some money for Playboy. It kind of like, you know, we helped them, they helped us, and it all worked out. So we got very lucky. We ended up staying, you know, a couple days longer than we needed to just, you know, because it was Cabo. Might as well, as long as you're there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but you still can't be nude on the beaches, so that was a difficult thing. But it was absolutely (laughs) beautiful, and I was very lucky. You list yourself as 5'1". Yep. Are are you really 5'1", or are you like 5 foot and 3 quarters, and you just sort of round it up? Oh, my gosh. You hit the nail on the head. I'm literally 5 and 3 quarters, and I lie to people and tell them I'm 5'1". I figure that... That little quarter of an inch doesn't count, but you totally caught me a lie. Okay. Well, we, we won't tell anybody. That's perf- perfectly <laughs> acceptable. 
At 5-1, was there concern about you being overlooked? Because a lot of these playmates are 5-6, 5-8, 5-10, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was just looking at the lineup so far, and obviously I know a couple of the playmates that are to come that you guys don't know about. I've gotten to meet some of them, and I really am. There's one other playmate, I think, for June or July. I can't remember who's also a little bit shorter, but she's still average height. And the rest are like supermodels, and they're all six feet tall and, you know, long and skinny, and they don't have huge boobs. So to me, I, I didn't actually have that fear. I just kind of felt like maybe we were bringing some of the original Playboy back because they usually have, you know, more of the curvaceous girls with the big fake boobs. And I don't know, I just kind of felt like we were bringing a little throwback in. So I wasn't ever really afraid. And I'm, I'm a loud voice, and I'm a, a big personality. So I definitely will not be looked over, hopefully. Yes, I, I, I would doubt that you would be looked over. Uh, you also have been on television on The Bold and the Beautiful, which is my wife's favorite soap opera, oh, <laughs> you, in the role of Danica. What, do you know much in advance when they're going to bring you back from time to time? No, that's actually the most frustrating part. There was a time before the writer's strike back in the early 2000s when we would get our scripts the night before we'd film. So we'd literally get a fax in with this huge, you know, 30, 40, 50 page script and we'd have to be on stage blocking at 7 a.m. the next morning. So that happened very frequently then and then the writer's strike happened and then now, you know, they'll call usually like a week or even a couple of days before. But um, it definitely thinned out a little bit since then. So I haven't been on as often, but it has been about, you know, a little over 10 years and it definitely was tough in the beginning. It taught me memorization and priorities and setting my alarm for way earlier than I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of schedules, I assume when you become the playmate, they give you some sort of schedule, uh, at least for the immediate month or so. Will you be going to places like the Kentucky Derby, the Indy 500? Do you have things planned out like that? I actually am not sure yet. They don't, surprisingly, we don't actually get a full month schedule since there are so many girls that work still, even if it's not their month. They do try to pair us up together, so we'll get, you know, notices a couple weeks before, a month before. Um, but I do actually work for a tire company on the side for General Tire, and I've been going to a lot of different car races and off-road races and things like that. I did the Mint 400. I'm going to do the Baja 500, 500 or Baja 1000. I can't remember which one it is, but things like that. And then um, with Playboy, actually, last year, I got to do the Formula One in Montreal. So things like that will come up randomly. I'm really hoping that they some of those my way because I do enjoy it a lot so fingers crossed any idea where this playmate honor will lead you Uh, any plans to uh, take over the world things like that absolutely I'm going to be taking over the world very soon no I think that this for me the most exciting part about being playmate and just having the support system that I do have is now now I have a voice that's heard so you know I, I work really hard in helping to rescue animals and working at shelters and things like that so Things like that mean a lot to me that I can, you know, put a little post out and I'm sending it out to over 200,000 people. That means the world to me. So just the fact that I have people's ears, you know, I can use it to my benefit and to the world's benefit. So for now, I'm just trying to rescue dogs and I'm just kind of hoping, you know, my future pans out the way I'd like it to. I'd like to have a show of some kind and just more acting opportunities I think would be really appreciated. So hopefully those things will come in time. Now, I've seen that you've been compared to Pamela Anderson. How do you take that? I think it's a compliment. I actually, it's funny, I haven't actually heard that my whole life up until maybe a year ago, and I I take it as a compliment. She was the first, you know, beach, babe, blonde, buxom, sex symbol. You know, she 
made the one-piece bathing suit what it is, and those 90s fake boobs and the blonde hair. So I'm okay with it because I know everyone's trying to veer away from that these days, and I like that we kind of still have a little bit in common there. So I'm going to try to bring back as much of her as I can. Okay. And if people want to follow you on Facebook, you're there at Danny Mathers, and on Twitter, you're at Danny Mathers as well with a capital D-A-N-I, capital M-A-T-H-E-R-S. We can look yep. for more of you there and then Playboy and all over uh, every place. Absolutely, and make sure you guys go out. My issue will be on newsstands, the May Travel issue, and it's actually a double issue, so it's definitely a collector's item, and it'll be out until the middle of May, so make sure you guys go out and get that. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time and continued success. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Elliot, I love May. It's not only it's my birthday, but you have beautiful women every year for May. Incredible when we go to the Playboy and get a Playmate on the show, isn't it? It is. I mean, you keep bringing these women in. Well, we got to bring them into the studio so they can wish you happy birthday in person. It sounds great. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, Hall of Famer Andre Dawson. Stay tuned. <laughs> 